I heard a toilet flush. Okay, okay, okay. Get fooled again. CSI Miami intro coming to you from Florida man, Ben Green. Uh, I'm Thomas Depeche, host of The Alternative. You already know that. Welcome back to a 2021 season. Going to be action-packed. Uh, if it was anything like last night's draft, it should be a complete shit show. I'm joined by my host, uh, Ben Green, and uh, special guest, the professor, ladies and gentlemen, classes in session, Matt Gold. How's it going? How are we doing? Good, man. Good. Uh, happy to have you on for the opening opening uh, podcast. We're going to go through, look at some teams. We're going to give some scorching hot takes per usual. Ben Green, you ready? Oh, yeah. This is really the only thing I have right now. I have this. I have a Marvel show about once a week. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. So I'm pretty excited. I, li- I don't love my team, but I like my team. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's go. All right. Let's let's start with you know what? Let's start with your team. Let's let's go over. We'll we'll do a little critique. Uh, Florida man, I thought you had a decent draft. I thought I thought it was. I thought you started off really strong and then maybe went a little too strong. And um, that's something that I want to touch on a little bit. With I think everyone just went balls to the wall for the first like fifty picks. And then realized, oh wait, this thing sucks without without having any money. Yeah, so I guess uh, I'll go into my two big blunders first. My first big blunder was obviously after getting Chubb, I uh, wanted to get Kareem Hunt, so I put him in my queue, which was stupid because then that's the first person who hits your nomination if you don't nominate anyone. So then my computer kind of glit, uh, kind of froze, and then it nominated Kareem Hunt, which kind of blew my cover, and so I lost him. And then my second fuck up was I really wanted to get J.K. Dobbins with Lamar and basically get all the Ravens rushing touchdowns, um, but I fucked that up because I spent uh, I tried to bid up Mark Andrews and then actually ended up with him and then had too little money to get Dobbins. So I kind of messed up there. But um, while I don't love my team, I like that I have two really good quarterbacks because I was not expecting to get Rodgers for twenty eight bucks. So I'm really happy with that. And so. Um, yeah, I think my path to a title would be Rodgers and Lamar both having huge years combined with Chubb staying healthy. And, um, yeah, I think my wide receiver core is solid, but yeah, I have really basically not a lot of depth. So if Chubb gets hurt, I'm kind of fucked. Or if one of my receivers yeah. gets hurt, I'm kind of fucked. But, um, yeah, the running back depth, or I should say lack of on this team is concerning. But- uh, I but I'm just a big believer, and it's only been year two of the Superflex that if you have two really good quarterbacks, regardless of the rest of your team, it's really hard to beat you. So, um, yeah, yeah, Rodgers was pretty fried at, at 28. Rodgers was a good buy. Uh, Lamar, we all knew Lamar was going to be expensive. 
Uh, I think Woods and Ayuk were bargain bin receivers for you. Mark Andrews at 16, a little rich for my blood, but uh, I don't know. People like him, he, he could live up to that. A uh, lot of shots on the Ravens, and uh, we'll just we'll see we'll see if they're shooting blanks or if they're firing off. Yeah, you know, I really want to end with Dobbins, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, Dobbins actually was going to be uh, one of my steals of the draft. We're going to do a little fun segment later on steals of the draft for you. Um, Elman Elman taking Dobbins for twenty three. When you look at what some of the other backs went for, I mean, it was a great play. It was a great play in one of the home run picks of the draft for sure. Uh, I want to I want to go over to Gold and I want to talk about Gold's team for a second and specifically Gold's draft strategy. I remember uh, I need a one lance. Uh, it's it's good. It works. It flows. And um, that it does. Yeah. And so Gold comes in and he drops forty two on Calvin Ridley right out of the gate. Um, then by the time pick thirty five rolls around. Gold seems like he's in a position to control the entire draft. I remember he had basically more capital than anybody else. And yes, then um, in between picks 33 to 40, Gold spent a combined $96 on Chris Carson, Tyreek Hill, and Logan Thomas. And shortly after, um, flushed the rest of his budget through Kyler Murray. So, Gold, uh, take, take, us through, take us through that time and uh, what, what it was like to, to live in your head. Uh the plan was always Calvin, if that was not obvious. Calvin, I think I overspent, like, I had him marked for, like, 36 37 so I wasn't too upset with the price. And then all of these, like, RB one-and-a-halves started to go, and I was like, all right, I got Carson. And then Dalvin went, I think I got into a bidding war with Elman for Dalvin. And I was like, well, if I was willing to bid $60, for Dalvin, you know, Tyree Kill is right here. I might as well just use that money and just have this wide receiver core. But going in the whole way was to just try to wait and wait and wait and wait, and that did, that did not happen. Yeah. Did you saying, nominate Tyreek? Or was no. that somebody else? I think, Dal- I think Dalvin and Tyreek went back to back, if I, if I remember correctly. Wow. Oh, no, it was Dalvin, Diggs, and Tyreek. Uh, yeah, yeah, big big money's coming up. Digs for thirty eight when you compare Tyreek to fifty five. Uh, well, there isn't too much of a comparison, but I like what you did filling out the rest of the team. You had, I mean, after picks fifty six, you you had what, like twenty five, maybe twenty five dollars left, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and and you still managed to get a couple of decent quarterbacks. Uh, I don't. I don't like the wide receiver depth on this team at all. None, no. Yeah, oh, but no. obviously your top Valdez, two are studs. Valdez-Gantling uh, is having a great camp, and anytime you can get Rodgers attached to your wide receiver, I'm okay with that. And Mooney's having a – You know, if Mooney's you stay healthy, sleeper. though, you don't really need depth. Like, you have two studs. Right, well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you've got an RB1 in Carson. I'm going to call him an RB1. I like him. Big, uh, big on him in Dynasty. Um then I don't see an RB2. I'm scanning the whole roster, and I, I don't see – I just don't see it, man. It's currently Jamal Williams, right? It's a, it's a hole. It's a it's, hole that will have to be filled. I like the Jamal Williams play for a dollar. I think that was – I think that was really savvy. But um, it, it's just – it's a lot to hope for, man. It's a lot to hope for. And, and I'm hoping for you. If you had to grade yourself gold on the draft, what, what grade would you give yourself? 
probably a C. Probably a C. Yeah. And would you? What player's name would you scribble next to and say that this was this was excessive? Which was excessive? Yeah, you know, how teachers lay down the red pen. Do you even use a red pen anymore? Probably not, because you do everything remotely. Well, when we were not remote, the red pen used to come out. Uh, I mean, no, Tyreek Hill was what changed my draft. Uh, if I, I don't regret Tyreek Hill because he's obviously Tyreek Hill, but I did oh, not yeah. anticipate. I, I had a plan, and then I saw Tyreek Hill, and I was like, well, I guess this is happening, and that, that was that. I am pretty excited about Trey Lance, though. For when that comes around, I think he can win you a league. That was going to be my next thing. I, I think you can. I think he can win me a league, and then if I can move, if I have to move Murray, assuming Trey Lance is around, I can move Murray for home yeah. some running back depth. depth. That's what I was going to say. Is like we talk, we're focused on the prices, but really, like I said, you have to have a path to a title. And for gold, if Trey Lance comes in and is similar to Vic RG three or Cam. Cam, or I'm trying to forget. Uh, who was the recent breakout guy? Fuck or Lamar, obviously. Right. If he's any of like any of those three guys, he can literally win the league. So, yeah, yeah. And I and I think there's a chance he could be like a good chance. Right, that's the plan. My hands, my hands are in Shanahan's hands at this point. Is is there something particular about the uh, the Washington tight end spot that just that just attracts you, Gold? Logan Thomas was not on my board uh, initially. He was going for like three dollars, and I was like, I mean, I can take a top five tight end for three dollars. And then a little bidding war started, and I kind of thought I was bidding him up, and then someone just stopped bidding, and I was like, I guess I'm taking Logan Thomas for eleven dollars at this point. Yeah. But, but during that play, during that, I was also, as you can tell, a little trigger happy, and my hand had been on the button for the last from picks thirty three to forty. My hand had just been clicking the mouse button consecutively for about three minutes. <laughs> So, oh yeah, we we were all there, man. I think yeah. uh, I think the 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 run where I took um, the run where I took Allen Barkley and Henry was thirteen, fifteen, and eighteen. Yeah. So, so so I just got that that little shotgun out of the way a little bit earlier than most. Right. And um and just realized how much it sucked to be on the outside of the draft a little earlier and didn't pick a player for the next like forty guys and eventually got myself into position. Uh, to finish out the draft really strong, right. and I'm going to go ahead and and tri- swing over my team now. You know, Allen Barkley Henry, that's the cream of the crop. Um, I was able to find some bargain bin values at wide receiver later on. Deontay, Jamar Chase, and Juju. I think all those guys generally would go for about twenty in in a regular auction draft, and they went for eight, five, and seven respectively. Um, I, really, I think everything just fell apart by the time. By the time we were past pick like sixty, I don't think anybody had over fifty dollars left. It was just a collective shit show. Attic, hold on, did I just misread this? Oh, oh, oh! You didn't spend one. You you left a dollar on the board. All right, never mind. Yeah, yeah, okay. Why yeah, I, well, if Michael Thomas had cost more than two dollars, I wouldn't have left a dollar on the board. Right, Understood. it's all Saquon. It really all right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I and I believe in him. I believe in him. And uh, the talent's always been there. I don't know if I necessarily believe in the Giants, but I believe in if Saquon's on the field, he's going to put up RB1 numbers. And and to get that at 43, you know, the injury is baked into that price. Absolutely. And and if something happens again or they start bad again, which is a very real possibility, then, uh, then it's not going to look good. But I 
I didn't get too much running back depth. You know, Singletary and Moss kind of cornering the Bills' backfield. Um, Melvin Gordon was just a late, a late flyer. But, you know, yeah, if, if Saquon's not ready and roaring, I'm going to struggle. And if he is, then, then this team looks really, really good. Because Allen and Stafford, objectively, of course, objectively, may be the best uh, one-two QB combo in the league. Allen and Stafford? Yeah. Uh, would you agree with that, BG? The best quarterback combo in the league? Yeah. Fuck no, I have the best quarterback <laughs> combo in the league. All right, all right, all right. Lamar and Rodgers is pretty good. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, clearly clearly building the team off of the quarterback. Um, something something that I did not emphasize last year, and I was stuck with Derek Carr and Teddy Bridgewater for most of the season, and that uh, – you know, I I just I wanted to make sure to get an elite running back and an elite quarterback this year. Wound up getting what I hope is two of each, and uh, you know, we'll we'll just see, we'll just see what happens. We'll let the chips fall where they may. Um, I want to go over to someone who took basically the complete opposite strategy. Uh, I think I'm going to let BG take this team. That's Darren Cohen. Uh, Darren paid up for seemingly everywhere but quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think it's time we got to get rid of quality D. I know oh. that was referenced oh. today. Just put this to bed. This is by far the least successful team name slash franchise in Wolger history. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we just got to stop enabling Darren's terrible fantasy play and start holding him accountable, uh, which I plan to do week one by destroying him. Um, and also, happy birthday, Darren. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know it's but, the um, Darren, we love you. Yeah, I mean, just... You know, as someone who's gotten ripped in, in multiple leagues for having uh, fan bias, to have Zach Wilson, who I think will be good in real life, but in fantasy, to start a Jets rookie quarterback on an offense with a, sh- a shaky offensive line and really not that many weapons outside of Elijah Moore is fantasy suicide. Um, and then, I mean, Jameis, I mean, in fairness, Jameis could have a huge year fantasy-wise, so that's not terrible, but... I like that more to QB three to have him as your QB two starter. Um, I mean, with Fields, I mean, he just—I don't see how Darren has any chance with these quarterbacks. Um, I like Fields. I'll say I I, I I like the Fields Robinson stack that Darren that Darren put together. I think that's going to be a sneaky valuable stack within the first month of the season. So if he can hold out until then, I I don't hate this team. Like Adams has been has been his guy for a while and. And then going big on Najee, I understand it. I understand it. Uh, I just think spending spending a ton of money and breaking the bank on Devontae Adams when, like, there's so many receivers uh, and not spending, like, any money at quarterback is just kind of wild. I don't know. Well, I mean, per- I mean, Adams and Robinson is not a bad tandem. I personally like Najee Harris because of the volume's going to be there. Field and Winston aren't that terrible. Kittle's there. He's got Robbie Anderson put up some numbers, got a contract. Yeah, I think Fields could have the kind of season that you were that you were talking. I mean, the way I look at it is week one, let's say Rodgers has 20 points or 22 and Lamar is 25. So I'm at 47 to 50. And let's say Wilson has 12 and Jameis has even at even if he has 20, I'm going to be at almost just a 20, a plus 20 at my quarterbacks. And I think. It's not a guarantee, but I think Darren is just – the rest of his roster is going to have to keep up the slack from his quarterbacks every week. It's going to be impossible. 
And then, right. but I think that's what Devonte Adams is. So- yeah, Adams and Moster could be a sneaky goodbye. Hair, I'm not a big Harris guy, especially in PPR, but I like I like Crowder. You know, the, this team has some depth to it, and I love Josh Jacobs for 11. Honestly, that's a that's a steal. Um, we're we're gonna see where it goes. Uh, Gold, well, like they're in a grade for me. Um, but like, all right, my last point will be why spend all the money on Devontae Adams when they, like I got someone like Robert Woods, who's obviously not as good, but I'd rather go in with my quarterbacks and receivers like I have than Zach Will. It's just crazy, especially to a Jet fan. I mean, Zach, a rookie Jets quarterback to start in fantasy. I'd, ra- I mean, I'd rat Ayuk and Anderson is somewhat of a wash, and then you'd probably take Allen Robinson over Woods and Adams over Brown, no. Yeah, but I understand BG's point here, and um, I I would I like I like Allen Robinson at twenty one a lot better than I like Adams at fifty one. I guess right, but that's also how the draft kind of flowed. Yeah, uh, Allen Robinson yeah. was nominated. When was he nominated? Yeah, seventy third. Yeah, so right, <laughs> everyone's out of money. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Adams getting nominated early definitely upped his price. Uh, Darren Darren's team is going to be put to the test against Ben Green in Week One. Uh, currently, currently Ben Green is a near ten point favorite over Quality D. And if he scores a touchdown with Adams, I'll also get a touchdown with Rogers. So, yeah. Well, see you Week One, Darren. Happy birthday, Darren. We love you on the pod. Uh, would love to have you on too. I actually texted Darren to, to try and get him on, and, and he didn't answer. I said happy birthday as well, but you know he's fleeing the country. He's going to Israel for Week One. <laughs> As far away as possible. He knows where the people are who support him. <laughs> uh, well, Gold, I think I know some people who support you, or maybe maybe you support them, and uh, that's the next team I want to cover: Sleepy Sanders Socialist Squad. Uh, this is this is a Rob Fogno team. This is Fog. Uh, oh, I, th- I assume this was Fink. It's Fogno. Through and through. Yeah, so did so did I. But uh, Fogno's Fogno's taking a new team name. Breaking news as of sometime this morning. A projected uh, one sixty two. Yeah, when when I was taking a morning dump, his team name was still say quarantined. But I guess it's <laughs> uh it's moved to Sleepy Sanders Socialist Squad. Um, the big buy on Travis Kelsey forty seven. I, I forget who was even bidding for that. I feel like there were a lot of people in the running. But um, once it got above 40, I know I backed off. Uh, 59 for Kamara. Fogno went big, and he went big early. And um, by, by the time pick 30 was around, he had used, he had used well over 70% of his budget. So uh, I think to, recat, to, to ugh, recover and keep Cooper Cup uh, for 16 was a great buy at pick 66. Uh, Julio for 13 as well. I was bidding on both of those guys and I just kind of thought like, okay, once it got to a certain number, even though I really wanted to go higher, like that was it. You know, if you had $35 and you bid 16 on Cooper cup, like you're not going to be able to draft much of anything for the rest of the draft. And that looks like almost exactly how this team went down. Uh, the starters are there. The quarterbacks are not BG and other teams spending money everywhere except the quarterback position. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, Darnold is actually someone I like as a QB three, but as a QB two, I'm not in love with it. Um, really, uh, well, he has Tyrod Taylor, I guess so that's backup option, but really no like real backup options. Um, really strong roster everywhere else, but again, 
I just think in a two QB league, to I don't know. I'm not a Cousins guy. I think he's like he's okay, but there's just no nothing exciting about that. Um, Cousins think... is scheduled to start the lead. Just I think the first like seven eight weeks, he's gonna play projected very good numbers. But I'm not. I was not on Kamara this year. And I don't but, know. Like, if yeah, I mean, spending fifty nine dollars when McCaffrey went for sixty on Kamara is not looking as great as it could have. But he does have um, his running back combo is really solid. Obviously, he has Kelsey. Uh, Mike Davis could be low key have a really rock solid year. So volume, volume, volume. Yep. Yeah, I think um, I think Mike Davis was nominated pick ninety nine. I don't think anyone had seven dollars to spend at that point. So that was that. That's going to be a good enough buy on its own. Um, I, I was Julio. maxed out at six when Mike Davis went off. <laughs> Julio could easily outperform his current ADP uh, or his, his, his $13 price. Same with – I love Cooper Cup. So this team's upside – this team's upside is through the roof. Uh, it just – it all depends on quarterback play. You know, what are you going to get from Kirk Cousins week to week? What are you going to get from Sam Darnold? I agree with you, BG, that I like Darnold, and, and I'm in on him with this new with this new crop of talent around him because he never had anything like that in New York. Um, but – but it's a mystery, you know. It's and it's really an enigma. And yeah, and it's and he's going from Gase to Joe Brady. That's like the biggest one eighty you can do. Yeah, so. amen. For one dollar, you could do a whole lot worse than getting Sam Darnold as your as your QB two or three. So not not a bad way to hedge quarterback going absolutely hog wild on um on his first four or five position players. Fognil coming up with um. Who's he got? Who's he got week one? Oh, ranking bitch. Uh, none other than Josh Pack. You know what, Gold? I want you to grade Pack's hosting. You were in the apartment last night, correct? It was, it was not good hosting, as Madison phrased it. The internet was poor. There was no water. Uh, <laughs> minimal fridge space or Josh refusing to go create fridge space, I think, was, was a, a point of dismay. Uh were there any not, snacks or hors d'oeuvres laid out? The, the pizza was ordered by Brian okay. Rubin <laughs> and brought upstairs. Okay, uh, last place punishment. Uh, well, we paid him. Uh, oh. And then, yeah, it was not ideal. The circumstances, <laughs> I left with a dry mouth. And then that was it. Huh. Yeah, it's funny. I actually, uh, I left the Dynasty draft with a bit of a dry mouth as well. He put out these little chickpea things for us that were, uh, you know, they were tasty. They were delicious, but yeah. um, they, they give you a really dry mouth for sure. Yeah. And then when you combine that with the bong, it's just, uh, right. Well, yeah. It's, 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 the lack of water in, in the apartment is never good. <laughs> absolutely lethal. But uh, all right. So enough about his hosting skills. Let's, uh, let's go into his draft. He, he's well, got, he uh, I know for a fact he's not happy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. BG, go one-on-one -on -one with him and break it down. His he tried to is, talk himself into it, and then quickly that changed. His team is already uh, literally cleaning up in the middle of the night. I know this for fat because I got a text from him at 4.13 a.m. <laughs> in reference to not even my starting tight end, but getting one of my backup tight ends. Yes, either he's Smith or Mike Isicki. So, yeah, he's up in the middle of the night rolling around in bed thinking of uh, mid-tier tight ends already. And we're not even <laughs> in September. <laughs> He's got Irv Smith as a tight end. I mean, I'm rocking Irv Smith in Dynasty. I don't, I don't hate Irv Smith, but um, yeah. When you, all these bids looked good at the time, you know, like the four for Sammy Watkins looked good at the time, 
Um, the 32 for Lamb, I knew I nominated Lamb. I knew Lamb was someone that I wasn't going to be able to pay for, and the price was going to go way up. So I wanted to get him off the board uh, as soon as possible, and and he went for 32. And I I understand the love, but that was probably what the fifth or sixth most costly receiver that we had. I'm big on CD. I like CD a lot. And I bet you uh, are. I no, but I mean, if you, I think he's gonna have a big jump. And I was, as I was preparing for fantasy, if you look at the top ten um, fantasy seasons ever for rookie wide receivers, almost, I think almost every single time the following year they have a, they have an they have a pretty big jump. So, I mean, the Dak CD stack I think makes yeah. a lot of sense, and I like yeah. it. It, it was a good stack, and, and it's a premium stack, and he had to pay a premium for it. Had to pay a premium for Jonathan Taylor. $25 for James Robinson. It's, it's fine, I guess. I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm having a hard time selling myself on this team, to be perfectly honest. Um, Derek it's Carr, hard to – I was going to say with the Jaguars, it's hard to really know what they're going to look like. That's, like, one of the hardest teams to draft, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree because they've shown nothing but vanilla this preseason and it, and it hasn't looked good at all. So you wonder what Trevor's going to turn into. More on that later. Uh, Gold, how did you feel about Pac's overall draft? Are we sure Dak Prescott is functioning correctly? No, we're not. No, right. we're not. And, and, and that's, that's another why thing. I was Sorry, a go, ahead. Shocked go ahead. To see him go for as high as he did, as I am CD Lamb. I mean, obviously, CD Lamb was like the name of the summer. But I don't know if you trust him yet. I know he was happy with Hopkins at 38. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor in that backfield, it should be his, but they always committee there. I feel like that is a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, didn't draft any of the committee backs either. Did uh, not draft any. Did not, yeah. Did not handcuff any of them. And then he's got like, th- there, there's a lot of COVID on this team already. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the anti-vax team of the league? There's a lot of COVID. He's got Deshaun Watson, who we can't put on an IR spot, who's going to just eat a roster spot all year. He's banking on Derek Carr. Granted, Derek Carr had a decent year last year. He's already tried to uh, trade me Cole Beasley as well. I would assume. Yeah, uh, just want that noted on the pod. Not that I don't have a lot of love for Cole. I just uh, I don't I don't see where he fits this year on my team. I mean, Brian Edwards. They've been hyping up Curtis Samuels on, hasn't practiced yet, but he uh, he's always been a guy I liked. Oh yeah, oh we know. Uh, this team isn't. He'll win his weeks. I don't know if this is a championship. I think it's missing a piece. Where is he going to play Sammy Watkins? Is Sammy Watkins a projected starter at the moment? I don't believe. I think he's up. The four dollars he spent one was Sammy Watkins. He was like the second transaction. Yeah, Ten, yeah, tenth pick. 10th overall pick. Yeah, I don't. I think Josh just bid on him and then was like, didn't expect to get Sammy Watkins for $4. And I think he would have liked to have spent that somewhere else. Yeah, uh, Sammy currently uh, taking up a bench spot. Right. For 4 bucks. I mean, technically the wide receiver won if healthy there. I think Bateman's hurt. Or Brown, is Brown, Marquise Brown back yet? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think he is, actually. Right. I, so I, I should I, probably know that because he's on my team. Yeah, well, BG, why, why don't you, you step boy us here? Uh, Hollywood Brown. The reports on Watkins have been good, but they're always th- those reports on Watkins are always good until he's dead. And then... Yeah, 
Uh, Mike Williams, boomer bust. Brian Edwards, boomer bust. You know, Gerald Everett, <laughs> light, light boom or bust. I'm pretty sure Josh learned that Gerald Everett was not on the Rams as of like three days ago. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not looking as great as it did for the first five picks. Although, look, really, we should good. mention we should mention this because we haven't. Uh, if Deshaun plays and then he has a QB stack of Deshaun and Dak. That yes. could be his yeah. path. And, and that's what James, he's banking on, yeah. and that was what he yeah. was trying to stress to us. But I and then there he was has a report John... today that he's going to be a healthy scratch for the year. So I like uh, it. You know, well, that's – okay, good. Thank you for the breaking news. Um, you know, in the court of public opinion, Deshaun, guys like Deshaun Watson and Cole Beasley have been found quite guilty over the offseason. But uh, kudos to Pax for, for just completely ignoring that and, and taking a flyer on both of them. I also thought there was more running back depth on this team, but there is not. There isn't. There isn't. There isn't. Th- there isn't a third back, right? Hyde is no. the only other running back. Yeah, he's got yeah. two. He's got two, right. and uh, that's that's it. And that's all. Yeah. Right. Peace. Uh, a lot of a lack of running back depth seems like a theme for a, a theme. lot of teams. Yeah. A lot. I of thought I was the only one, but apparently I'm not. So. Um, another one of those teams I do want to cover because everyone keeps talking about how this team won the draft. Uh, Crispy Kareem's Madison. I go down here and all right, you know what? I do see a lot of running back depth actually. Uh, I, I thought I was going to talk myself into talking this team down a little bit, but I can't even do it. Um, Montgomery, Montgomery is a decent enough one. Henderson. We don't know about, but to get Devontae and to get Deandre Swift for $11, is just criminal. Kareem Hunt also. Yeah. Yeah. BG's boy, Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I mean, I'll say about this team is, uh, you know, no offense to the rest of the league, but everyone's saying this team is definitely going to win. But I hear every single year this team's going to win, and the league has shown that a lot, most of their opinions are crap. Let's be real here. Um, So I think (laughs) this is a good team, but I just kind of forget all those opinions. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a deep team, but. You know, he can't play his entire roster, so I think he obviously has an advantage in depth and if there's injuries. But as we get closer to the playoffs, only really his starting lineup matters. And I don't think he – I think he definitely has one of the best six starting lineups. I don't know. I think he definitely has the best. It could turn out to be the best, but I definitely wasn't as like, oh, my God, his team is so good as one else was. I don't know why. There aren't too many home run hitters. Jefferson, Metcalf, right? Lockett has his always his boom weeks. But the thing he's going to be able to do is he's going to be able to turn a lot of these. He's going to be able to package these guys. Yeah. Into yeah. studs. There was a solid maybe 30 to 40 pick window where Madison just had. Madison was just going however he wanted. right? And, and he was just taking names and he was taking notes and he was putting it down. Um, interestingly don't enough, Davis. I don't Davis see was Davis. In his year. Davis was in his year. I would like to let the league know. Yeah. Davis was in his year. Oh, letting really? Him know really? What was happening? Yeah, because I, I don't mean, see Davis listed as a co-owner on this team. Davis is a co-owner on this roster. He is. Wow. Okay. So, do you think Davis was the one pulling the strings? I don't know if Davis was pulling the strings, but I know there was chatter. There, there okay. was communication. Pillow talks. Terry, but hopefully it was Davis. Well, no. This is this is a Davis drafted team. Perry, <laughs> um, to get Chase Claypool for nine dollars. I mean stud boyd for six um 
you know, I like a lot of the late buys. I like a lot of the middle round buys too, because we all ran out of money where we couldn't put down the 28 for Metcalf or the 16 for Lockett even. And, and those are, those are the kind of, those are the kind of league winning or the 12 for Evans. Mike Evans at 12 is arguably the steal of the draft. So those were the kind of league winning plays that uh, Madison made. And Devontae at 12 also could be a, a league winner. At yeah. Season. Yeah. Just, just got to tip your cap to this team. Uh, Patience. Patience. How do you feel about your week one chances? And you want to talk any smack? <laughs> I'm not going to talk any smack. I think it's 50, 50. I think it's going to come down. I think Brady and Evans are probably going to have a couple touchdowns on Thursday night to start the season. And then I think hopefully Indianapolis can maybe shut down Seattle a little bit. And that's probably what it's going to be. Yahoo, uh, you say 50-50. Yahoo says 55-45. I like your optimism, uh, classic liberalism. Anyway, BG. Logan Thomas is ranked criminally low for some reason. (laughs) Keep telling yourself that. BG, what do you see here? Uh, fuck, who's team we were talking about? Gold versus Madison week one. I just want to pick. Gold versus Madison. Um, hold on. I'm scanning this matchup. I'm going to go with Madison. Wise choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, good to hear. Uh, seems like that might even wind up being a lock of the week. We'll see. We'll probably do a week one preview here well as well at some point. Uh, Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and head down to the next game here. Uh, a battle between almond milk is good and uh, sunshine. Burt Fink. Let's let's break down Potter's team first because I feel like I didn't hear a lot from Potter during the draft outside of his uh, his internet fiasco. Yeah, you know which... what? You know, first of all, we should have started the draft with this. This whole you know, there's been a lot of talk of me talking during the draft. If you, everyone should be on their webcam during the draft, even if you're at the quote unquote main draft. I agree. The, everyone, the internet, the internet was already bad. We couldn't all be on there. Excuses are your own goals. You should know that. You taught me Excuses that. Excuses are our own. <laughs> we wanted to do the draft. <laughs> They're still your own. Was it in another league someone, someone just called Pack Poor? Like, this yeah. sounds like a poor problem to have, but I've been to his place and it's a nice place. So I'm just I'm wondering why you guys weren't able to all connect. I agree, it would have been nice to have everybody on the video chat. It would have it would have made the drafts a little more fun. Maybe you but, guys just leave your homes and come up, and then that's not a problem. I will book a cross country trip. For the next, one of the internet would have been even worse then. We wouldn't have the problem. <laughs> we could do it offline. So Potter, let's 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 circle back to Potter here because Potter is one of the people that we had to stop the draft for an internet problem because uh, I was outbidding him for Ronald Jones and I guess he really wanted Ronald Jones so we had to go back and revert the pick and and I wasn't gonna pay four dollars for Ronald Jones so I wound up just Potter wound up just taking him you know and uh it. Three dollars, even I wasn't even going to pay three dollars for Ronald Jones, but I definitely I put the two up there, you know. And uh, this team now that's a flex, that's a flex for Potter, a three dollar flex for Potter. So there's obviously CMC was the splashy play. Uh, he went really high up for McLaurin, the hometown favorite. Um, some sneaky value with Odell, and uh, maybe maybe a little something with with Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen at 31, just it feels like such a discrepancy from Odell at 16. But uh, 
I mean, the whole draft was all over the map. So what do you see here, Gold? I'm just looking at that Gaskin, Ronald Jones, Philip Lindsay. If he can, I mean, Philip Lindsay, I think, was penciling at the starter. But if, if Gaskin can break out of that uh, committee that they're trying to push there in Miami and get on the field for 70% of those snaps, I don't dislike this team. I don't like Tyler Higby. I think Tyler Higby. Yeah. It, yeah, it, I'll call him. Oh, I think he overachieved whatever that was for those last six weeks, like two years ago or something like that, or yeah. that last season. Yeah, and that's all he's been making his bread on. Right. Uh, Evan Engram is technically there, and I guess he is supposed to be a good tight end, but I don't know if that's ever happened. Yeah. Matt Ryan. Yeah. I'm banking yeah. on Matt Your Ryan. Your boy. Your boy, Matt Ryan. I'm banking <laughs> on Matt Ryan to be able to throw the ball to Calvin Ridley. Uh I don't dislike this team. I think this team can compete. It's it's most certainly it's more it's most certainly more well rounded than my team, so I can't really poke yeah. too many holes. Yeah, I would say it's well put together. Another guy I really, really like is his last pick of the draft, Rondell Moore. I think I think that guy's in for a PPR explosion. So um if he can get anything out of Moore or Shark, then uh then that's just gravy. He wouldn't even need to play any of these kind of committee backs. In his, right. in his ex. So. Also, shout out to Potter for being a team of handcuffed. There's, not, there's usually a lot more handcuffed chatter around this time. Me getting trolled for believing in handcuffs. But Potter uh, I'm handcuffed as well. got Chuba Hubbard, who could Potter, be good. At- half his team is cuffs. Half his team is cuffs. So we're because – I'm really, I'm actually really curious to see how it goes because David Johnson oh, yeah, and Phil Lindsay are arguably guy. cuffing each other. You have Malcolm Brown and Miles Gaskin <laughs> kind of just trying to lock down that backfield. And then, yeah. obviously, Chubba, Chubba and Christian, you know, we're going to put your belief to the test this year for sure. Love it. Yeah. Um, you know who doesn't believe in handcuffs? Uh, none other than none other than our, our boy Brian Rubin. Uh, always goes back and forth in the group with BG about it. Objectively, an effing loser. Well, after the last place finish last year, I mean, that's subjectively true. Uh, let's go ahead and, and break this team down, BG. Why don't you tell me what you saw out of Brian last night? Yeah, my fantasy adversary. Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm honored that three teams have named their team names after <laughs> interactions with me. I know you guys think you're trolling me, but in fact, you're just trolling yourself that you're thinking about me constantly. So thank you for that. Um, but, you know, an unbiased, but an unbiased opinion on the on the team, I actually like it. Um, T. Higgins, Judy were both guys who I, I really wanted, uh, especially T. Higgins. I think we'll have a big year. Uh, Diggs is obviously potentially a wide receiver one. Um, and then, you know, like I said, the two quarterbacks, he has Burrow and Herbert, who's strong and then. Um, I think Mac, I mean, maybe the Giants defense just sucks, but it looks, sounds like Mac Jones is playing really well in practice. So yeah, he's strong at quarterback. He just has a bunch of guys that I kind of just, you know, as I was preparing for the draft that guys I just wanted, um, like, you know, like Pitts, like Edmonds, like Higgins, like Judy. So, yeah. Uh, remember you took Judy last year. Might've been, might've been for even more money than the eight Ruben paid for him. Yeah, I think I got him a year early. I think he's going to have a big year, so we'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm in on what Brian did. We we went back and forth on a couple guys at the beginning, a little tit for tat with uh, Aaron Jones and Kyle Pitts. I think we were the last two bidding on both. 
Um, I think both went for reasonable prices, 47 and 20. Uh, 20 doesn't look that good when you when you see how the rest of the draft kind of shook out. But um, if Pitts is what, he, what we thought he is, then it's a good price to pay. Uh, Herbert could be a stud, 25, you know, that's that's fine. I love Burrow this year, actually, on the comeback. And uh, if either one of those guys doesn't pan out, then, yeah, he's got the New England situation. I don't love the New England situation for fantasy at all. but uh, He also has Tua. Yeah, he's got – wow. He's, he's got five quarterbacks on this team. Right, and he's rostering five quarterbacks. Yeah, he had money in on Trey Lance, and then he conceded Trey Lance to me. Uh, but that landed him Chase Edmonds because he was able to spend that money on Edmonds. I yeah. do know he was upset. He spent on Higgins. What was it, 22? I think he was a little upset that he spent yeah. that much on Higgins when there was similar product later yeah. in the draft for cheaper. Yeah, Jamar Chase went for five and T. Higgins went for 22. But, you know, that that's what you get when you nominate. He was nominated in the top 40. Right. He's a dynasty. He's on Brian's dynasty team, was traded for by Brian on the dynasty team. And, you know, you're, you're going to go out and you're going to get your guys and you're going to shoot your shot. And, uh, yeah, 22 feels a little excessive. But um, at that point in the draft, it didn't. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, he, he knew about 20 picks later that he, he was upset with the pick. Or the yeah. buy, rather. Yeah, for, for sure. But uh, it's, it's not a bad team. I mean, Gallup in the flex is a little questionable. And the running back depth falls off a cliff after Edmonds. So you really got to hope Edmonds pans out. Which is, uh, I mean, he's such a wild card this year. You really have no idea, but I guess he's the probably the best he could have gotten at that point. Um, a little too in on New England, who I think is going to have a terrible offense again. Um, other than that, though, I like I like getting AJ Dillon as the cuff. I think AJ Dillon's one of the best cuffs you can own this year. You know, I think there are some cuffs that are worth having, some not. AJ Dillon definitely one worth rostering. Pollard, yeah, Pollard, Pollard, another one definitely worth rostering. Um, Elijah Moore, who knows? Gold, what do you think? What What do you think Elijah Moore could be this year? I hear, I hear a lot. I hear a lot. I don't know. Darren spent money on Jamison Crowder, so I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Quality D on this and assume that Darren knows more than me. Okay. Uh, yeah. I I mean, <laughs> I like him. I I like him, and I think the injury might slow him down a little bit. But if him and Wilson can start clicking. That's another thing. I believe in Wilson, but you know this this team could this team could reasonably expect to make the playoffs. And if he can trade some of these quarterbacks to maybe upgrade his running back situation, then uh, then then Brian's really going to be in business. Unfortunately, uh, objectively saying that, uh, Brian co commissions Dynasty League. Another the other co commissioner, Burt Fink, aka Sunshine. Uh, Burt was all over the map last night, guys. Uh, Fink was, ruined his draft. Yeah, he was uh, he was hammocking out, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he was wearing a banana hammock while sitting in that hammock. And uh, I think he might have just been too comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. he was he was clearly too comfortable throwing money around. He could have won this league three times over based on the draft, and then ruined it. Yeah, he was. Um, I mean, the Trey Sermon, the Trey Sermon one was a direct shot. When I put 17 up there after like someone was at like 13 or whatever, it was just a direct shot to see where Burt would value him. I remember it went down to the one second mark and he put the 18 in, and uh, I I I couldn't I couldn't do it after that. And uh, same same relative situation happened with Devonta Smith where um, 
Yep. Devontae Smith is where everything turned very poorly for him. Yeah. Bird had gotten his draft back under control after some outrageous spending on Joe Mixon, who I was also in a bidding war for, um, Zeke, and Ekelar. That's that's, that's right. How much is that? I mean, I'm, I'm not a math major here, but that looks like $130 on three running backs. Uh, give plus or take. Sermon. Right. Yeah. Plus, yeah, so we're, we're looking at about $150 on four running backs. And after that spree – Bert, he sat. He yeah, sat for a while, he think. sat. He nominated guys who he thought no one else would want, and it was working out. Giovanni, Harrison Bucker, um, even Thielen was was light. And and yep. I think by the time we were at pick eighty eight, pick ninety, he could have had any receiver yeah. that he wanted. I mean, he had the potential to completely take control of the draft. Right, he, he could have had any receiver he wanted, and somebody I don't know who he is, but he's a hero. And he got him to spend twelve dollars on Devontae Smith. Hero. Well, he did. He Deontay did get it. Johnson went for eight. Uh, Judy went for eight. Claypool for nine. Chase for five. Debo for four. There, there yeah. were guys there. Well, Fink did get the receiver, any receiver he wanted, and he did get the one he wanted. He got Ray. Right. Let me refer. He, he overpaid. <laughs> he overpaid for the receiver that he wanted, and that yeah. kind of and that then handcuffed him. Yeah, and I think we were at, we were at right around the same total, and I was like, okay, if he takes Devonta Smith right now, then he's not going to be able to bid for anybody the rest of the draft. Right, and and so I let it go, and I focused I focused my money on a couple of other guys, and um, I think when you look back at it, yeah, I mean, just he he did well with um with trying to compensate for it, you know, like I like Landry and I like Waddle as just kind of guys that that are there that you nominate, but uh. I I I can't say that I love the strategy, especially what Ben Green talked about sinking uh, sinking little to no money into the quarterback position. Right, and that twelve dollars right could have been spent on. Well, let's see. We got Baker went. Uh, I know he's a big fan of Baker. He could have had could have waited on Field Roethlisberger uh, going in with Trevor Lawrence in that offensive line, and then sandwiching that in between Goff and. Uh, Who's the third? And Garoppolo, who's not going to start the whole year. Yeah. He's going to have to move one of those big three backs is what's going to have to happen. Yeah. I'm I'm really curious to see what Lawrence went for. Uh, or what Lawrence went for. One of the other quarterbacks around there, you know? Uh, BG, how'd you feel about Burke? Um, I mean, of his three quarterbacks, he's got a rookie. You just got a guy who's probably going to lose his job in a few weeks, and then Jared Goff. So he's pretty weaker there, in my opinion. I mean, maybe Lawrence will, will, could be really good, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's got depth at running back because he's got three solid running backs, but there's just not a lot of like pop with this team. It's just kind of like I feel like a team that'll just tread water the whole year and not be terrible, but won't really ever really make a run. Yeah, yeah, I can see, it. and and he's really he's really banking on Dylan to perform as a wide receiver one. And uh, as much love as I have for him, I'm just not sure if he's if he's at that level. And even if he is, they don't throw the ball enough to really even. To yeah, with that he was a red zone monster last year. I think he had something like 14 touchdowns. And um, if if that even falls a hair, then then there's going to be a dramatic drop off in points. So, uh, overall. 
Bert, Bert went from I hate it to uh, texting me last night, quote, I love it, and I love my starters. And, uh, he didn't say anything about the bench players, but uh, I I think there was there was some meat. There was some, he bit off a little more than he could chew uh, within those first thirty picks. Uh, big one against almond milk is good. Uh, that'll be a good test because I think Potter's got a really good team. Uh, so we'll we'll see we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. But honestly, I think it can only go up uh, for this team. You know, sunshine and sunny skies. Can I um, – I'll give you my six playoff teams. Yeah. It'll be myself. It'll, it'll, be, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be you. Fuck yeah. It will be um, – shit. Hold on. I had it. Uh, it'll be me. It'll be you. It'll be Madison. Okay. It will be Fogno. Okay. Um, it will be – uh, Ruben, and the last one is Angelino. Wow, those are my six. Let's uh, let's go to Angelino right now. Angelino's uneducated team. Uh, curious to see clearly. So clearly, you liked his draft. Um, he he went in on a lot of guys. The Hawkinson debacle. Honestly, I'm just gonna say it. I feel like I feel like that maybe cost him like four or five auction dollars because there's no way that Hawkinson was going for $9. I was a hundred percent going to bid that up. Um, I wouldn't have bid 19, but I probably would have stopped somewhere around 13 or 14, you know? And it, so it's just not that big of a deal at the end of the day. Um, no need to redraft. The numbers one and nine are not really near each other. So I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. The excuse is very suspect when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the complete other end of the keyboard. Well, and, and, okay, so you're telling me he was typing like if he was hitting 19. So what was he doing like zero nine for the bid or something? You know, like I just I don't understand where the miscommunication was on the keyboard between between Angelino's brain and the keys he was hitting on on the board. You know, uh, yeah, and he's he's very Eagles heavy, Eagles and Chiefs. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if you want yeah. to be. The Chiefs, I can agree with. I don't know if Miles Sanders seems like a committee back at this point. Jalen Hurts, I had last year, is going to put up his 20 points with his legs, which is a good buy, theoretically. But I don't know if Miles Sanders is going to win you. Is what you want with your RB2? Is he his RB1? No, he's got Clyde. He went in for Clyde a little bit later. So Clyde, right. So RB2, Miles Sanders, RB2. Obviously better than my RB two, but I don't know if that's what you're. Yeah, I for. thought Sanders was a fair price. Um, just given, I paid I think thirty eight for him or something insane last year, and he did absolutely nothing. So uh, I think I think nineteen. There's there's a risk that the bust is risked into that price. Um, pretty surprised he went Jalen Hurts for nineteen. Um, I'd much rather have Matthew Stafford for nineteen than Jalen Hurts. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, DJ Moore, uh, good pick. I, I like DJ Moore. I like Debo. I'm not sold on Amari Cooper. DJ Moore is the only receiver in football who's had 1,200 yards the past two years. Correct. DJ, DJ Moore. He's that. Yeah, Gold would know. That he has. Yeah. Um, I don't see a whole lot that I love on this team. I like Marquez Callaway. I like Russell Gage late. I like St. Brown late. You know, he took a lot of shots on receivers hoping that 
one of them turns into a two or a three. Um, Cause Debo, his third receiver right now, obviously a question mark um, proven playmaker, but a big, a big question mark just as far as health and uh role in the offense and what happens when Lance takes over. So it's, I also have a feeling a team Callaway. that has upside. It has Callaway upside. Be in that lineup sooner rather than later. Yeah. Gilbert Connor. Big Callaway say. guy, huh? Volume, volume, volume. Who else Fair is there to throw the ball to there? Fair enough. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, Michael Thomas is out for the first few months. Callaway has a real shot to establish himself as a wide receiver too early in the season. Yep. Uh, pretty relatively sharp move taking Alexander Madison, hoping for the Cook injury. Uh, Tyler Bass, I mean, I'm never, not going to not lo- give some love for a Tyler Bass pick. Bass master. Um, it's a solid team. That's all, that's all I can say about this team. It's solid. There was, there was a little bit of overpay. I'm not sure what happens – when Jalen Hurts loses his job, and I'm not sure why he took Drew Locke, but well, he has Bridgewater you know. too. Oh, he does have Teddy. Okay, I, okay, I see it. I see it now. That's okay. That's a, that's a decent play to hedge the Broncos quarterback situation for two dollars. You got to wonder what you're going to get out of it, but at that at that price, it can't hurt. Um, yeah, you know what does hurt though is Jalen Hurts at 19. I think that's that's one of the worst picks I've seen in the entire draft. A little much. I, 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 anytime you can get a quarterback who runs, though, I don't dislike it. Yeah, I mean, be, ask BG about it. BG, let me ask you about it. <laughs> no, just because he took Lamar. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I What the fuck are you talking about? I spaced out again. <laughs> Too many dabs. Uh, don't worry about it. We were just talking about the value of running quarterbacks uh, with Jalen Hurts. With Jalen Hurts being taken on Angelino's team, uh, we can. Oh we yeah, can move on. But yeah, I was ahead. gonna say I hate. Well, yeah, I've said this a million times, but like I just, you're either gonna get a quarterback who's gonna like throw like Burrow, like Rogers, like that, or you're gonna get a guy who runs. But all these guys like Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, who don't really throw a ton of touchdowns and don't really run, like they just don't really do anything. They just are kind of taking up space on your team. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Let's Josh move on Skyler, to uh, impact. Let's let's move on to somebody who uh, well, let's just say he's been running circles around us for years. Um, he's he's without a doubt the best fantasy player in this league, and that's uh, that's Lombardi Lenny. That's Elman holding the trophy. Um, I want to I want to ask you a couple things about Elman Gold, but I, first I want you to break this team down and let me know what you thought because I thought he had another rock solid draft. He snaked Young Hoku for me which I was not thrilled about. Uh, no, but Elman and I got into a couple battles. Dalvin, Waller. Uh, I was in with Tannehill for a little bit, but I don't. I think everybody was. Tannehill went, what did he go for? 27, 27. 28? Yeah, 27. Which I thought, I mean, at the time, I didn't think he was going to go that high. I think I even nominated him. I just wanted to see what the waters were like. Yeah. Uh, I thought that might be a little much for Tannehill, but. The surrounding cast should theoretically help him out. Godwin at 23. I don't know if I love Corey Davis at eight. Galladay, I don't love even if, I mean, he's a wide receiver, one on that team, but you got Daniel Jones throwing you the ball. Yeah. 
I like that he, he got Baker and Wentz. I think those are two plays to kind of hedge his quarterback situation right. a little bit. You hope that his, one of them develops into a solid two. Right. His quarterback room will, will be stable. I think he's got the home run hitters and Dalvin and Waller. And then I think he's just hoping that Godwin and Davis just are 10 plus 12 points every, every week, which is realistic. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I like I had Dobbins last year, but I think I think Gus Edwards and Dobbins are going to be essentially interchangeable. Wow, really? So you'd yes. rather you'd rather Gus Edwards for two than J.K. Dobbins for twenty three? Like I think, got? I think so. Yes. <laughs> I wish, but I disagree. I think it's going to be seventy five percent Dobbins, but I'll gladly Gus Edwards. You look at his numbers. He he's what I think he's what five yards a carry. For his career, something like that. Yeah, it's high. And yeah, I don't think you can take that. I don't think you can keep that off the field for seventy-five percent of the time. He's he's good in the goal line. He's um he just got an extension. Gus is going to be around. They That's paid him. Yeah, they paid the man. They're not going to yeah. pay him to sit. Yeah, that that like said, that. I do like Dobbins. I like Dobbins significantly more. I think I think there's going to be a lot more touchdown upside for Dobbins than he had last year. And, and I know he still scored in, in a bunch of games last year. Um. Galladay at six dollars. I mean, it can't hurt, right? It, sure, but Daniel Jones can hurt. Yeah, Waller's Waller's the big question mark because you know he, he kind of hasn't been practicing. He's been in and out, and he just, nah, he's he's you, fine. You Darren wonder Waller. what you're gonna get there. I know he's. <laughs> I know you're trying Darren to. Wall, Darren Waller is fine. Here. Stop spreading rumors. Darren Waller is perfectly happy. They're just holding him out. He's got nothing to prove, as John Gruden said. Yeah, well, he might be wanting a new contract, you know. Like, there's just there's some issues there underneath the surface. Um, obviously, love the talent, love the player, and Elman rode a, a big time tight end to a title last year, and it looks like he's trying to do the same this year. Right, I think Elman and I had similar ideas, and Elman was able to execute his by being patient and just sitting silently at the kitchen table for two and a half hours. Yeah, wait, wait, Elman was in the room. Elman was in the room. What? So he, pu- he pulled the BG. The smart move. <laughs> he, he spoke wow. to us. But Dude. Once it, came dra- once it came draft time, Elman was focused. I didn't even realize Elman was there last night. Maybe Elman I had a couple his, too many Elman ideas. put his thinking cap on. Jeez. Speaking of putting his thinking cap on, how do you think Elman would do in um, some of your remote classes? If the man can stare at a computer, it seems. So he had his eye on the ball. I don't know if there's Adderall in there. Something keeping him vivance, keeping him focused. But he looks—he's superhuman. It seems when it comes to to fantasy football and, and looking at a screen. Yeah. So, so do you give lectures that people just listen to? Nobody listens to anything I say. Okay. Well, I thought the listening aspect might help with the uh, the reading. You know. But. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other than that, yeah, I think I think this team is sharp as hell. I I would give Elman an A minus when it comes to a grade. I, I really like I really like what he did. Um, getting Fournette for two on the cheap too, you know, like it's just there isn't there isn't a lot after Dalvin, but there's there's a couple guys that could pan out, and um, after Dalvin and Dobbins, I should say, but that that might be all he needs, you know. And and who am I to question the great Sam Elman, the what two three time champion Sam Elman? I think he's a two time champion. Yes. Just because just because Elman drafted him, I think Aguilar is going to go for like twelve hundred yards. Probably. Yeah, Elman. That's a safe safe assumption. Just take all the overs on Elman's players. Mark Ingram, 
clock just goes back like five years. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Elman, um, who's Elman playing week one? Ruben. That's a big showdown. That's a really big showdown. Uh, Elman's Elman's got a light projection, uh, but then again, Tannehill Tannehill's projected for zero right now because of the whole COVID thing. So yeah, this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, I I wholeheartedly think. Uh, all right, guys, we're getting to that time of the show where we're going to wrap everything up. Uh, looking for a scalding hot take from each of you. Ben Green, I'm going to start with you. Go ahead. Scalding hot take. Um, uh, do gold first. I got to think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gold, what do you got for me? My scalding hot take. Who should I pick on here? I think. Let's see. Darnell Mooney is going to be a wide receiver, too, throughout the year. And you're all going to cry. He's on your team? Yes. As much as I would love for that to happen, being a dynasty owner, I uh, – sure. You know what? Let's go with it. I like it. I like it. Mooney is a wide receiver, too. You know what, you know what my hot take is going to be? I think, I think the Dak is washed, personally. I think that there's a decent chance that Dak is washed and he's not going to recover from this injury the same way that people expect him to. Um, I, you just don't know about the shoulder thing. It's going to linger, and then when he throws 50 times a game, it's going to linger even more. And you just you wonder if the ankle is, is back to full strength. And I, I mean, it can't be. He tore it apart less than a year ago. So it. I think it's going to be really hard for him to get through the first maybe five or six weeks. And if he does that healthy, then I like his upside for the rest of the season. But I also think that there's a halfway decent chance that we've seen the best Dak Prescott has to offer until 2022. So yeah, I'm, I'm not going to call him washed, but I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to put it out there and say that I don't think Dak is going to be what we think he is this season. Sorry, packed and everyone who has CD lamb. <laughs> All right, my hot take is um, I think J.K. Dobbins finishes as a top five fantasy running back. Wow. So you love Elman's team. Did you put him in the playoffs? Mm, I don't think I did. Okay. Well, (laughs) I think that's one to tackle for another time. But, wow, that is is a scalding take. (laughs) But I also, again, not really a hot take in my opinion, but maybe to the rest of the league is that I will win my third championship in four years and establish myself as the first ever and only Woger dynasty. So, yeah, yeah well, you you and Elman are knocking on the door. If Elman wins one this year, that's what? That's four and six. That's a dynasty. No, he only has two. Elman only has two, I think. Oh, I thought he I thought he had three. Okay. Well, either way, yeah, I we'll see about that. Please God, everybody who's listening, just try to stop that from happening at all costs. Uh <laughs> We, we can't deal with that. But, yeah, that's uh, anything. Any last words, Gold? I'm just going to sit here and, and pray and just stare at this roster that will go unchanged for the next two weeks and, and, and hope that this team has enough to push me to the promised land. It could change if Pac offers you a trade at 4 a.m. That's true. But usually don't answer him before 9 that's a good rule. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of us can kind of rest easy on our teams. I know Pact is going to be up uh, 
hopefully, Pack, this will be uh, good for your little Rhode Island trip, a little listening enjoyment for you. Uh, yeah, that, that'll wrap things up on my end. Uh, good, nice work, guys. Great having you on. Uh, looking forward to our next episode. Till then, peace. Goodbye, peace. gentlemen.